Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Houston Element Podcast. My name is Missy, and I'm your host. And today, I have the lovely pleasure to share time and space with the one and only, another one of the collective of Houston's finest up in the house. We have Mr. J.B. Santiago. The one and only J.B. Santiago. What's going on? Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. It's a pleasure to have you, man. I'm excited to talk about this music. I'm excited to talk about my career. I'm just excited. Thank you. Of course, man. So for those who are not familiar, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Yes. Yeah, so I actually just moved to Houston three months ago, but I, I first visited in 2019, and I fell in love with it. So I moved from Charlotte, North Carolina, um, and I wanted to move here to uh, actually push my music career. Um, I literally just started releasing music. It hasn't even been a whole year yet. Um, September, wow. September of 2022 was like my first little baby project. I created a little small little project um, via quarantine. You know, you had to find something to do to make yourself, you know, busy. Right. And there was this little app called Voicey that, you know, creators use. And I just started, like, finding little beats there and started rapping. I always knew I could rap mm-hmm. uh, ever since I was a kid. I was um, 16 years old. I was just writing little raps in my notebook. But I've always been very music-oriented, I guess. I was on the marching band. My um, my mom was on the marching band, <laughs> and I always danced, so I could never sing. So I was like, I just got to figure out my way with music um, and kind of like in, in incorporate that with my rhythm, mm-hmm. right? So rapping just goes, you know, hand-to-hand with that, with having like a rhythm and, you know, flowing and like, yeah. I guess you're dancing on the beat, you know? Yeah. So that's how I'm here, man. Um, in less than a year, I released three projects already. I just love to write. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, hell, I'm 30. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, <laughs> let's be real. You know, I'm 30 and um, I'm just starting. I'm just trying to kick off a, a, a music career. So I just been very like head down, like just in it because I only got I feel like I only got maybe like a few more years to just be like a freshman in the game. It's like after a while, you like. Nigga, you 40, you know, you 40 and you still trying to rap. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really just trying to push it really hard now. So moving to Houston mm-hmm. was definitely the move for me. Like, you can't fail if you don't try. That's mm-hmm. the philosophy I live by. Mm-hmm. So I'm really just putting myself out there and just trying to, like, really put myself in front of the right people. I'm blessed to yes. have a budget, you know, I, to a career that, you know, finances this. So I'm not, like, a struggling artist. So that can't, like... That helps you so much. It gets you so much farther than, you know, a lot of up-and-coming artists who are maybe, like, 18, 19, and they're still trying to, like, college or Mm -hmm. work a, you know, Mm -hmm. a part-time job. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And that's, you know, that's kind of where I am. That's how I'm getting started here in Houston with my rap career. Wonderful, wonderful, man. So you got parents that were in marching band, and you said you were in marching band, too? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. The bravery. <laughs> and it was like, you ever seen like Drumline? The movie? Yes. It's that kind of marching band where you're on the field and Ooh, you're performing wow. and you're having to like literally march for miles, parades, field shows, during the hot, sweaty summer. Mm-mm. And you're in like costumes. And, <laughs> and what instruments did y'all play? So I, I'm not sure if the camera can see how small I am. I'm 5'7", about 155 <laughs> pounds. Um, I started off on a tuba. Um, wow. And, and I wanted to learn the tuba um, 
because it was just so big. But trying to do that in a marching band, like, no. So I ended up switching over to percussion. Um, and because I was a really great dancer, they thought I would be better with the cymbals because I can move that, and, mm-hmm. you know, show off my showmans, my, my craft, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for a long time. Um, then I ended up relocating to uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, my senior year. <laughs> and I just left the band alone. It was like a different kind of band, a different style of band mm-hmm. that I'm used to. So, yeah. And then I just kind of like just, you know, transitioned out of that. But I've always been able to write, read music as far as being artistic with, you know, bands. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Percussion to rapper, rhythm and poetry. Yeah. yeah. That, that makes sense. It makes you know? sense, right? <laughs> yeah. You know. Not, I'm not too far off from where I'm supposed to be. But, yeah. you know, even like growing up as a kid, me and my sister would be like goofy in the house and... She'll make little, like, noise, like, I'm going to, you know, it'll just be, like, random stuff. I'll walk in the house, and I'll change my clothes from just being outside, being dirty, whatever, and i put on something clean. And she's like, I'm going to tell them why you got no clean clothes. I'm going to tell them why you got no clean clothes. And it would just be, like, goofy little stuff like that. And it would just turn into, like, music ideas, and I still have those same little, like, kind of concepts. And we were always just goofy, artistic kids. Like, even my nephew now, he's very artistic. Mm-hmm. Draws, he can look at you once and just draw you. Wow. So, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to make sure that I use the talent before I lose the talent. Yeah. <laughs> but, wow, coming from, a, you know, tuba, wind instrument to percussion, yeah. you know, which is very, you know, if you don't have rhythm, you ain't going far. Yeah. To now vocalist, you know. Yeah. Even, I mean, <laughs> rapping is still in an essence of somewhat, you know, vocalizing, singing. It is a lot of vocal training, you know, you're doing different styles, vibratos. Yeah. I mean, wow. Especially if you want to keep up with, with the growing like, pace of, like, the music is changing. Yeah. Like, all the different sounds and trends. You're going to have to incorporate little melodies and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> and then being a lyricist on top of it, yeah, you know. Yeah, and then flows. And it's it's flows and enunciation, making sure you're saying the words, you know, mm-hmm. correctly, or tone so that you're you know, not boring people throughout the whole song. You know, it's, it's oh. so much things you have to, like, think about. Yeah. You mean you can't rap like this? Bueller. Bueller. Not the whole time. <laughs> you may get a few bars out. <laughs> you may get a few bars out. But then, like, would you listen to that? Like, you know, you as a consumer, would you listen to something like that? Or, you know, I'll tolerate it yeah. for a few seconds and, like, okay, what's next? No. Yeah. <laughs> Clear eyes is awesome. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a melody so much. It was a catchphrase. Yeah. And because it was known to be so boring. Yeah. That's the only time that worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they literally said, you're so monotone, hire this guy. Yeah. But that does not work for music. No. Yeah. But you know what? It, it worked because we still, like, that's probably older than us. Yeah. And we still remember it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No lie. No lie, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So you got that music ear yeah. already and that rhythm, you know, yeah. in in the hands and in the vocals. Right. You are probably a very tough, tough person to work with with session musicians, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> because, you know what? And I would, I would say that, yes, because I'm very particular. First of all, I would love to stay. I'm a Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, so the indecisiveness is true, but it's more so on the perfectionist side, like, I want to, I will come, I'll sit with some music and I'm like, mm, we should go back and change that. Or something didn't sound right. It sounded right yesterday, but it don't sound right today. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I just really want to make sure that I get it right. Like I have um, DJ, you know, mm-hmm. I have her, um, hey, 
that, run that back, run that back. I, I didn't like the way I said this, or I didn't like the way that this wasn't clear enough. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, my engineers, DJ is one of my engineers, and I have an engineer back in Charlotte. His name is Monty. Shout out to Monty. Uh, I know that they, I got on their nerves. <laughs> but, like, I know that they appreciate the outcome because it, it's always good. It's always clean. It's always, you can tell, like, I I care about my craft because you hear a lot of songs today that you be like, oh, wow, they approved this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So how are you when it comes to choosing track, like instrumental tracks or beats? Are you really looking for a specific kind of sound? Um, So not necessarily looking for a specific sound. It's about how it makes me feel. I feel like I'm a good person that, like, I'm a person who makes good playlists. I, like, I, I I know good music when I hear it. And I know whack music when I hear it. Like, I'm like, oh, JB, that was whack. Like, delete that bar. Like, you know, so I'm honest with myself. So, like, people always will, like, say, when you post a, music, a song on your story, I, I go and download it because it's a good song. So I feel like I got good taste in music, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but as far as choosing my beats, um, it's definitely about how it feels. And I also have to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. I know like certain flows and certain sounds that I can't do. I, you know, everybody can't be a Amigos or everybody can't be a Kendrick. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kendrick has his own sound. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes I can do those flows. Mm-hmm. Some, uh, some flows he have that I can't do. So just like listening to a beat and like feeling it and like, okay, I can flow to this. I can write to this. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like, and then on top of, I actually think this beat is hot. Mm-hmm. So, you just got to have to, you know, get with the right person. And thank God I have a producer that he gets it right most of the time. <laughs> Shout out to Hondo. <laughs> Shout out to Hondo. And, and and it's not that they're not trying. It's just that you're a musician, yeah. not just vocally, yeah. but, you know, instrumentally as well. And then I have to pay for it. Yeah. Those beats aren't free. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> let's yeah. be honest. And then if you're paying for, like, all exclusives, those beats can go from 500 to thousands of dollars, you know? So, um... You want to make sure that you, <laughs> it's, it's right. Okay. It's something that you can really work with because you don't want to waste your money. Once you, they're not going to give it back to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. And I mean, but I can just imagine you, if you're like in there with session musicians or doing a live show and you're like, uh-uh, no, sir. That's not on key. Yeah. You better fix that. I, I call myself out too. That was <laughs> off. Ooh, that was off. Because, you know, trying to like create different melodies and I have like little attitude and stuff going. I'm like, I don't like that. There's so many songs that I've tried to incorporate little melodies and singing and stuff in the background. And I'm like, it sound good at home. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but no, but no, we're going to have to run that back because yeah, that is not right. That is exactly. not right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So what kind of things that are important to you to have in your music, just besides a good instrumental track, any specific kind of, you know, like reverb, delays, special effects? I love, like, delays and special effects. I created my my new sound. Like, a, we DJ and I call it Icy. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like the words of fate. I'm like, ah, sh- ah, sh-. Okay. You know, and, it, and it, it's, I'm trying to create my own sound because... I know that I want to be unique. Like, everybody tells me that, like, I say, oh, you sound like Ludacris. I get that a lot. And it makes sense because I'm a Southern rapper. But mm-hmm. like, a, like, I speak fast. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't want to sound like Ludacris. Like, right. I want to have my own sound. So I'm trying to distinct myself from that and, you know, just create my own thing. So reverb, reverb is definitely needed when mm-hmm. I kind of, like, sing mm-hmm. <laughs> echoing. But I have my favorite, like, effects. Like, I'll be like, whoop. And that's, like, my signature thing. Um, but like I don't do too much I just want to make sure that it's clean I'm more so technical making sure that I'm 
switching my flows, keeping people's attention and tones. I think that's more important to me mm-hmm. as a rapper than, you know, just trying to, like, have all the extra, extra effects because if your bars and stuff are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, reverb is a nice, you know, thing to give, like, a nice aura to already a good foundation yeah. and delay to, you know. But, I mean, when it's like steak. If you got a really good steak, you don't need a one don't sauce, need a baby. One sauce. You just need to enjoy that thing. Just let it melt your mouth like, oh. Medium well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Medium right. well. Nothing past that. We okay. don't want rubber. <laughs> yes. Please no. Please no. Exactly. So coming from North Carolina, what brings you to Houston, man? <sighs> so Houston, I, you know, Houston is the new Atlanta. And I have a lot of roots to Atlanta, you know, going mm-hmm. back and forth as a kid. Um like I said, and I came out here in 2019, it, it just made me feel like this is the new Atlanta. Like, a lot of people, it's like a, a melting pot. Mm-hmm. And people from different colors and backgrounds are thriving and successful. And you're seeing a lot of new artists come out of Houston. And I just felt, you know, felt like I don't want to go back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So why not try Houston? Mm-hmm. Um, see what you can do. I think, like, my sound is very unique. I feel like, you know, there's not a lot of me here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, you know, want to see where I can stand out and find my place. Yeah. Right on. And how how has you seen the comparison of people back home versus people in Houston responding to your music? Um, I think people back home didn't take me serious until my third project. Mm. Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's they, they, they weren't used to seeing me as a rapper. Right. But I think... People receive it much well, well, much better um, here in Houston because they don't know me at all. Mm-hmm. And you, they've always said strangers are going to support you a lot better than your friends and your family. Why the f- is that, dude? Um, <laughs> and, it, it, and I think your family and your friends kind of latch on once the public gets on. Um, I don't, and I. And to be fair, I don't think it comes from a place of jealousy mm-hmm. or, like, hater or whatever. I think it's more so, like, people don't believe that the person that they grew up with or the person that they are familiar with is going to be the next millionaire. You're mm-hmm. used to, like, somebody you don't know being the next millionaire or the next, like, star. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, people just get, like, familiar with you just being JB. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. or Missy, you know? Yeah. And it, they don't. They don't see the star potential until it's there. A lot of people don't see it until it's there. Mm. Until it's too late. Uh, that's, <laughs> that, that's wild, man. And I mean, I know that I know that your family, you know, you're, you know, are always like, of course, rooting for you and supporting you, things like that, and think that you're gonna do whatever you can, the greatest. But yeah, yeah. It's still they're just like, oh, well, you know, yeah, he's. He's doing great. Like, we expect that. Yeah. But, like, when they see you in those stages, they're like, oh, whoa, you're yeah. really doing great, yeah. dog. Like, <laughs> and, and, and still welcome to come and celebrate with me because, you know, it's a, it, it takes people, you know, a little longer to catch on. But yeah. I ain't, I'm not going nowhere. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, artist, art and artistry is priceless. Yeah. And it's timeless. And, but it's also pricey. And time consuming. So, given like the time and the work and the money that mm-hmm. I put into it, I'd be a fool to give up, you know, because I feel like, you know, I'm not getting proper support from, you know, people who I think my, are my friends and, you know, and family. Right. So, just you have to focus on the love that you are receiving mm-hmm. and you use that as fuel to keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. For sure, man. 
So can you tell us about your latest project that you've been working on? Yes. Yeah, so actually, I, I just recently dropped a project on um, April 28th. It's mm -hmm. called It's My World. I have um, a deluxe version out as well. Um, so that is a project that I am promoting, but I am currently working on something new. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still receiving beats mm -hmm. and I'm still inspired. Like, I, I, you know, I wake up some nights and I'm like, oh, that, you know, I want to write this out. I have thoughts. Or I can just, just scroll on Instagram and it's like, you know, just get inspiration. And like, you know, oh, let me write that down. That was cute. Like, let me do this. Um, so, like, as I'm still inspired, I still want to record those tracks and get those thoughts and those ideas out because I may not have, I can't, I may not be able to find that same flow or mm -hmm. melody next week. So, literally, like, I will get a beat, play with it, and start creating, write a song in maybe, like, an hour or two. And, I, like, people are like, what? But it's really easy. It's, it's really easy. You write a song, you write it out in fours. And so, you write a song out, you know, an hour or two, practice, sit, sit with it overnight, hit up the uh, engineer the next day and lay it out. Then you take it back home and see, you know, what can I change? What can I add? What, what can I do? That's, that's my process. So in four, are you talking about four, four time or like in four parts? Or So I, I like to break, even when I'm with my hook. So like, it just depends on the beat. If the beat has like a section where I feel like I can fit the hook in there twice, mm -hmm. then I'll write out, you know, eight bars. Mm -hmm. And then maybe either repeat it or try to add on to it. Mm -hmm. And then I try to like my verses in 16s, mm -hmm. um, where it's like four bars at a time. Mm -hmm. Four bars that, that helps me switch my flows up really easy. Mm -hmm. So you can do like you know, so just like breaking up in fours like that, it helps me as a writer, you know, keep it fresh, switch my tones up, switch my flows up. Yeah. Wow. That's I like that. I mean, it seems like, you know, common sense, but well, it's like Thanksgiving plate. Yeah. Like, you know, like you have a goal. I'm, my goal is to get full, mm -hmm. but you can't eat everything at once. Mm -hmm. You have to eat you, whatever you want to start with. You have to start with your meat and your potatoes, go on into your, your greens and your mac and cheese and your yams or whatever. So mm -hmm. it's, it's literally like, you know, a step at a time, but it's like a, a growing effect, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, do y'all hear that, man? He, he dropping gems over here, and I just feel like I'm, I just learned two plus two is four. So a lot of people hear me say I'm new to the game. I've only been releasing music for less than a year, but I've been writing for 15 years. Wow. So wow. That's, it comes with time. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You nurtured that thing. You sat yeah. on that golden egg for a hot minute till it hatched, and then it's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, wow. I literally, I, like, if you were to ask me maybe about three, four years ago, would I be, like, pursuing music? Like, mm -hmm. I was like, ha, 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 you crazy. <laughs> 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 but I, I think quarantine really just having, like, to sit in your own solitude and, you know, face different things. And you have, you, you figure things out about yourself. You're like, I really like this. I'm really good at this. Yeah. And then once you hear it and then you share it with people. And they start supporting you, like, okay, I really can do this. And then it just keeps, you know, going. Whether it's each time you drop something, you gain two or three more fans, you're building. Yeah. And that's why I'm so consistent because I'm like, every time I drop, I feel. Yeah. And I and I feel like I'm not gonna stop until I'm content. You hear that? Yeah. Don't 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 stop until you reach your goal. Yeah. And when that goal hits, you set up another one. Didn't they tell Walt Disney no about 60, 50 to 60 times before he got the loan to build it? 
I am, but I I, I believe in that concept. Like, yeah. I you know, I'm gonna keep trying until I'm tired. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I'm still I'm still stuck on the four four thing too. I'm yeah. like, man, this man. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and try to write a song. I'm like, man, this is trash. You can really do that, like. Like it's and then you don't you can literally just record yourself doing that. Yeah. And then write over that. Wow. <laughs> a reference track. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's so many different ways, you know, people do it, but yeah. That's my process. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and clearly it's working. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, God is good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Take make a note of it, y'all. Yeah. Make a note of it. And so being since you've been in the industry, I mean, I know you said you've only been recording for about a year or so, mm-hmm. but how has your relationship been working with your engineers, your producers? They become some of my best friends because I spend a lot of time with them. I create a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my catalog is over 50 songs in less than a year. Like, wow. On DSPs. So I create a lot. So like my I've created my project, It's My World, in like two weeks. Wow. I stayed in the studio. I would book maybe like two or three hours at a time. Uh-huh. And I would knock out two songs like in those sessions. And I would come back the next day. And I doing this while working a full-time job. Work I work from home, so I'm blessed for, about that. But get up, work my full-time job from like eight to maybe like one. Then I go to the studio from like two to five. And I would come home and just... You know, that was my nine to five. I yeah. knocked out everything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's man. just about how bad you want it, how hungry you are, you, and how passionate you are about it, because it didn't feel like work to me. Mm-hmm. I was having fun. It was my therapy. It was my release. Mm-hmm. And so what studios do you like to frequent at? I know you worked with a good friend of ours, DJ yeah. The Mixtress. Yeah, that's all. I, that's only only place I've been going since being in Houston. And she's locked in. I told her, like, when I make it, because I am going to make it. <laughs> um, she's coming with me. She's coming with me because we we build a bond. She knows my sound, um, and we give each other the cre- um, creativity, like the freedom to be create creative. Sorry, guys. We give each other the uh, freedom to be creative. Like she'll say, "I want to try this out," and I'm gonna send it back to you. Hell, I'm only gonna say yes or no. Yeah. And I think people don't realize that, like. A lot of people are afraid afraid of rejection, but I started off in sales. Like my <laughs> like, and I sold cars at 19 years old. Mm. So it's like you know I'm used to that. You either gonna say yes or no. Yeah. So like we would we shoot ideas back back you know off of each other, and when she came back with that icy effect, like the ah, I, I was just so I was like, you helped me elevate myself, and you helped me find my sound. I'm forever grateful, and I know that my music is different. And she made me feel very comfortable, you know, being a creative. And I think that's something I just, you can't pay for that. Like, you can't pay for that. No, no. It, it, it is, yeah, it really is uh, this wonderful thing that we get to do. Like, we're in there and we're getting to be a part of your history, you yeah. know, making music, you know, bringing your vision to fruition, you know what I'm saying? But we really are like almost like roommate situation because it's like we're bonding sharing a fridge sharing a space sharing ideas you know and the next thing you know we're complaining about who's got the remote last yeah <laughs> <laughs> and because like she has really grown to be my friend like we'll go in there work but we also like talk and whatever mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm sorry you know I'm wasting your time I'm like no girl this is fine I can book another hour like just, just because 
<laughs> we're having so much fun, but we also getting stuff done. And it's like, I, I, I believe that like creativity is not a force. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what, what, whatever we get done in this session, we get done in this session. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Like, again, I'm blessed to have, you know, <laughs> the resources. So, I, I, you know, and I know that's how she gets paid too. So like, it's a win-win. We help each other. It's such a beautiful thing to have that mutual respect, you know. But um, for you guys, you know, I know it's very important for y'all not to feel like you're restricted when you go in there and you're like, okay, well, this is what we have and this is all we're going to do. Like, you don't need to go in with that pressure. You just need to be ready to let yourself go, man. Let your hair down. And without the engineers, I'm the music won't sound half as good. It'll sound so plain. Like, it'll sound like I'm just recording it from my phone. Yeah. Like, people don't understand, like, engineers do, like, the stutters, like, in songs or, like, the... The beat drops, like the crazy, like all the crazy sounds yeah. that you hear come from artists. We just talk or rap it out or sing it out. They do the rest of that stuff behind yeah. the scenes, yeah. you know? And a song, like I don't care who it is, like Kendrick Lamar, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, like we are nothing without our engineers. I don't care who tells you that. I mean, you can do it yourself. Yeah. If you know how to, you know, record yourself. All right, you are something without your engineer, but me, I, I, I didn't go to school for that. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm nothing without my engineer. And I, I'm grateful. Like, yeah. And you know, it's a partnership because you know it's hard to do everything yourself. You can be Superman, but even Superman was like, yeah. "Can I get a day off, y'all?" Yeah. Can 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 Batman go help these civilians once, man? Come on, <laughs> don't we got an Avengers team? What 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 is Thor doing? Exactly. Like you know, so. <laughs> but they they also you you know tell you like hey I don't like this beat mm-hmm. or that bar was wet mm-hmm. it's just uh, you just need it yeah you know, no matter how hot you think you are you know you need that second you know that second ear too and you, know, you should have a locked in engineer who knows your sound mm-hmm. you should know who knows you too mm-hmm. yeah so you say you've been writing music for 15 plus yes. years yes so and you're just now Getting to a point where you feel comfortable to start sharing this with the world and stuff like that. Are you being choosy about your catalog, how you want to present it in the certain time? You know what? I think I'm too generous. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think I'm too generous. Like, every time, like, I drop something, I always have stuff still involved. And I want to, like, oh, y'all think that was something? Wait, and and, and because I'm passionate about it. I know I want, like, my people who who listen and to, like, who tune into me to, like, hear my growth mm-hmm. because I'm excited to hear my growth too. So I think like, I just like, I like to feed. But also being a new artist, you have to stay in front of people's face so they don't forget about you. Mm-hmm. You're not a, a, you know, a mega star where you have an army, like a, a fan, like a huge fan base. So it's either, you know, if you're not seen, you're forgotten about. That's yeah. how I feel. Maybe that's the insecurity of mine. But <laughs> I'm going to make sure that my people are fed but but I'm having fun. Like it's no pressure. Like yeah. to me, like it's it's really no pressure. I don't feel any pressure to have to go into the studio. I do it when I want to, but I'm always in there. Mm-hmm. So like, why not let? You... And and it's good to hear. You know, let like. So it's good to record stuff and I share stuff to like my stories and see what my see how they react. Mm-hmm. Because I can think it's hot all day long. Yeah. But the consumers don't then, hell, like, what am I doing? <laughs> right, right, you know. Yeah. You don't want to be at home. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to the grandparents' house, they're like, oh, did you just eat? Okay, well, come sit down. I made this, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Like, don't don't come hungry. Yeah. Don't, I mean, don't don't come full. 
fool come hungry. Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I'm having fun. Like it's it's really my passion. It's I think I may maybe I'm catching up from the years that I missed out on. Yeah. But I mean, you know, not to sound morbid, but five minutes from now ain't guaranteed. Yeah. So you know. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen five minutes from now, but right now, I'm going to drop you that heat, baby. No, no, the floor is lava, but you can step all over it. Yes. <laughs> no, you can't. You're going to get burned. <laughs> Stepping over here. And, and that's how my music is. Like, I'm really feisty. Mm. I'm really, like, I, I pop my trash. I have fun because I feel like hip-hop is a sport, and it's getting soft. But, you know, and I want to, like, still keep that grittiness about it. Like, I ain't no battle rapper, but... You drop something on me, I, I'm coming back in about 20, 24 to 48 hours. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's fun, it's no shade. It's, 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 to me, it's a fun sport because I personally don't know you. Mm-hmm. So you can't offend me. Yeah. And, and, and vice versa, I hope, I hope you would have that mentality because if you're not, you, you're in the wrong industry. You gotta have tough skin. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, you know, bring it on. Oh, and, and I'm not going to lie. As the consumer, oh, do I love those uh, retaliation tracks and yeah. albums. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When you hear that, you're like, oh, hold on. Yeah. Yup. 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 But it's all in good game. Like you said, it's all in the sport. You it's know what I'm saying? It's, it's hip hop. Like, this is, you know, take that soft stuff to R&B. Right. Seriously. You know, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, no, no cap. Yeah, no like, cap, yeah. man. You know, rap isn't just about, you know, this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? But it's got, you know, it, it's it's not a Corolla. Yeah. It is um, a race car. Yeah. You know it's what I'm saying? <laughs> it's not a minivan. <laughs> you ain't going to drop, pick up your kids from soccer. No, you going to the club, baby. Yeah. Okay, you going to wild out, whatever. Yeah. I like that, man. I like that, man. Have you worked with any interesting collaborators since I you've have, gotten in your... I have. Yes. So this new project, um, I got some really big names. Some really big names. <laughs> um, I have a, a, a feature that's already done um, with this artist. Her name is Who is Schizo. She's a Brooklyn um, writer, um, but she's super dope. Like She's known by some big names in like the New York mm-hmm. you know, culture. And I have another New York artist that I'm working with who is has like a lot of attention from some highly. I try not to give the I'm 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 stumbling over my words because I'm trying not to give it away. Mm-hmm. Like the feature is locked in, but I wanted to be like a surprise, right? But she's like a really big artist, and she's signed by somebody who's huge. Wow! So I have like some things going on, and I'm working on getting this really huge um, Houston female rapper. On the track, I just want you to you know respond back to your boy. Oh snap! Yeah, this was she. I got her manager the tracks. Yeah, you know we already agreed on everything. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she liked. The, you know I sent over three tracks. Hopefully she respond back. Yeah, Hell, today. Yeah, please, <laughs> please and thank you. So please, but, thank you. And and once I get that, I think I would know like a timeline for this next project. The next mm-hmm. project is going to be called Beat Bully. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, I pop my shit, you know. You, you know, move or move out my way or get moved. Like, okay. Seriously. Okay, please. Again, yeah. it is not a minivan. <laughs> it's not a minivan. I'm sorry. Okay, if you want a minivan or a Corolla, go to R&B. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> okay. So, um, I, I, and I, I'm having fun. It's, I think with my last three projects, they were long. Mm-hmm. Like, I had maybe, like, anywhere between, like, 12 or... 15 or, mm-hmm. you know, songs. And mm-hmm. I like this one that's, like, short. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. to the point with some heavy hitters. And mm-hmm. I think this is where I feel like I would sit down because mm-hmm. I feel like I proved everything I need to prove, mm-hmm. not only to myself, but to everybody else. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this is going to be the project that's going to open so many doors because, not just because of the big names, but the sound is so fun and I'm yeah. having fun and I, I, I feel like I evolved. Yeah. And I'm just excited for everybody to hear that. I really am excited for everybody to hear that. You know, hopefully it's, it'll be out by late July or mm-hmm. early August. But again, I'm waiting on my girl to respond. Yeah. I'll wait a little bit for her. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have a similar uh, workflow, like writing and creating when it comes to collaborations or is it a little bit different from your solo work? So this time it's been different. So like, of course, the songs have been completed, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sharing like, hey, whatever song you like, we can just, like, figure out an arrangement. So, like, the song that I did with Schizo, that song is already out. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a remix. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's I'm remixing the song that has, like, the most streams. So this song right now has over 150,000 streams on Spotify. Wow. Yeah. Grateful. You know, I'm grateful. You just got to know how to release your music. You know, how to, you know, getting it from the right people. I also have, like, radio campaigns, too. Yeah. Um, as well. So things, things like that help. And... Paying for advertisement on social media. Like, people don't, people overlook that. But, like, it, you know, take a little $50 and, you know, or $100 and you stretch it over a few days and you're getting your stuff in front of thousands of people. You know, like, a lot of people, some people are going to scroll over it, but that draws in a lot of attention to my music. Right. Uh, And to my profile as well. So, like, just using those resources, those little small resources, you don't think they may not reach people, but it works. So, Doing things like that helped me get to the next level. Um, and that, so because that song was so successful, I was like, and it sounds more like this new era. I recorded it. At, so back, 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 back it on up. The la- like, It's My World, the uh, project that's out now. I recorded all of that in Charlotte. Wow. And then I was going to, I released it when I got to Houston. Because it was like, I, it was like, you know, my farewell to my DJ. We built the relationship. So I was like, let me just grind and grind and grind and like, see how many songs I can record before I leave, and then we can just take the best out of here and, you know, put a project together. But I came, moved to Houston, everything was locked and loaded, submitted to all the DSPs on 420. I smoked a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Caught a little vibe, and I wrote this song called Poppin'. And I went and I hit DJ up on um, Instagram. She responded, like, right away. Came to, went to the studio the next day. We hit it. A song turned out a masterpiece. And it and it sounds like the stuff that I'm creating now, like new flows or just having fun. Like I'm not being too technical. Like I'm just like, ah, oh, this feels good. And I sent that song to Schizo. And she was like, I can see why this is your most stream song. I, like, I love this song. Like when I first heard it, it was like, you know, bop yeah. to it. So I like, that made me feel good. Um, so then like I sent her what I had. But, like, she was going to... So, I had two verses on the song. And I just didn't want her to just have one verse. Like, I'm like, it just don't sound right. It don't feel right with having one verse. So, I was like, this is my first real rapping collab. So, I I wanted it to be how I wanted my celebrity idols to collab. Mm-hmm. So, we're bouncing off of each other, like, really, like, dragging. We're just taking turns dragging, like, whoever we're talking about, Right. So, like, I'm, I'm going first, and she coming right in on top of me, and I'm going second, and she coming right in on top of me. So, I like that back and forth, like, with, with especially, like, artists who have, like, unique sounds and flows. So, 
she, I, I sent her the idea. She's like, ah, you know, that'd be dope. And I'm like, of course, you know, I'll pay you for your time since it's an extra, <laughs> you know, extra feature or whatever. So she was like right on it. And she's sitting in back. The song sounds amazing. So I'm glad that we went with that idea. So now the, the um, my process is to just send them the songs. Let, let me know what you feel like you fit. And then we can go from there. And we can always clean it up and I can always bounce more ideas back. But most importantly, I want to see if you're interested. You like my song? I'm happy about that. Like you know, so yeah. Sorry, that was very long. Week. No, 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 <laughs> not at all. No, no, honey, you can't bore me with production talk. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Okay, I'll sit here and tape my eyes up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's incredible, man. Like that always. I mean, I get I get new job, you know, nervous boots, and y'all just go and be like, hey, new artist, hey, new artist, hey, let's do this, hey, do that, and y'all just make it look so flawless, so easy. Well, it's nerve-wracking like, because, of course, you're going to reach out to people that you like and possibly who inspires you, right? Mm-hmm. So what if they don't like your music? Yeah. So it is nerve-wracking because, like, when I reached out to Skiss, I was like, this girl is so good. I thought, like, I'm like, damn, she going to laugh at me. Whatever, but she was like, "No, you actually, you you actually don't like. Yo, I like your sound. I'm yeah. like, okay, thank you. You know, I've only been doing this for less than a year. You know, so I, I we don't need. I don't need validation, but as an artist, it's good to feel that validation. Yes, you know, somebody like that you like or you know look up to respects your craft. Yes, so it, it is nerve wracking when you're trying to like reach out to certain people. It's not only like, can I afford this this artist like as a feature, but damn, okay, can I afford this? And are they going to like mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So, because, you know, that, that that does happen. Thank God that hasn't happened to me mm-hmm. yet. Um, but, you know, it does happen. But, you know, you're you're confident in your craft. You know what you're doing isn't to hurt nobody. You're just putting goodness out there. You're just trying to make a good vibe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if they don't like it at the end of the day, it's not because you're doing something wrong. It's because they got a different journey and, and that's could, okay it could not be their speed too yeah. you know same we you know we are, we have different styles like i'm inspired by east coast new york rap like mm-hmm. you know foxy brown mm-hmm. um, of course little kim Nicki minaj i even like eve style um and as far as like males you got like jada kiss fabulous um but i grew up in the south mm-hmm. i'm southern like y'all mm-hmm. it's y'all all day yep yep <laughs> um so I don't have that accent. So mm-hmm. it's like I have to. I, while I'm inspired by you, like by your style, I I can't. I you know I don't have your sound. So mm-hmm. like, I think that was the biggest like nerve wracking thing for me because I like to work with like up north and east coast artists. Right. But I know I'm like something like mm-hmm. they gonna laugh at me, think I'm a country pumpkin. <laughs> but that hasn't been the case yet. So shout out to y'all. Yes. And. <laughs> Before I forget, shout out to DJ The Mistress. The Mistress. Okay. Holding it down for her hometown. Okay. The best. And y'all in Houston, go go check out DJ. Her Instagram is tagged all on my Instagram page because that's my girl. We do work together. She's the best. She's the most talented. Get your money worth. Yeah. So you bringing up a good point and something that you mentioned too earlier, you know, it's like, you know, I may take inspiration from these artists, you know, things like that, but I don't want to sound just like them. Yeah. I want to take maybe some elements, but what is, what is your advice on how to make something your own without giving away the secret sauce kind of thing? Um, I think the, your, your lyrics, you know, like your lyrics being true to you. Like I, I don't rap about nothing that I don't live mm-hmm. at all. Like people... 
and that's okay. People may judge me, but like, it's like, oh, he's flashy. But like, my music is flashy and I live, I really live the lifestyle that mm-hmm. I rap about. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I got this or I have this and I don't. Yeah. Like, you know, so, so staying true to myself. So like, I'm not going to say I'm driving a Ferrari. Cause I don't got no Ferrari. I got an Audi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah. like keeping my, like keeping my lyrics true. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like that's the biggest thing. Um, flows, we all borrow off flows. Like no, no flow is new under the sun. I don't think. Yeah. So, but like, you know, so you like, you know, having somebody flow, but making sure you're not biting anybody's lyrics, like just speaking your truth. Yeah. And I think like, that's how you have your own sound. Like, and like, again, tones, enunciations, you know, like those different things that make you unique, that make mm-hmm. you stand out. Uh, when I first released my first project, my first, first project in September um, of last year, before I put it out, I, I have this really great um, friend on Facebook his name is Christopher Belton. He's an A and R, and he's like he's really in the game. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, I want you to hear this, but I'm a little nervous. But I wanted to like let somebody who has that ear, who's been in the game for a long time, and hear my stuff and give me their honest feedback. Because like you can write, mm-hmm. you're talented, mm-hmm. you got flows, but your tones are it's the same thing through the whole song. Like I'm ten songs in, and your your tone is the same way. And I kind of got bored. Mm-hmm. It's like not with your lyrics, not with your flows, but just the tone. Yeah, I hear that every day. That I write. I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So just, like, making sure that you have your own distinctive sound. Like, yeah, you can flow like, you know, Nikki or Ludacris or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, stay true to JB and, you know, be your silly self. Like, yeah. that's those same sounds and, like, little goofiness that I said that my sister and I used to do mm-hmm. when I was little. Mm-hmm. Incorporating that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Sorry, that was a long-winded again. No, don't apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. I, I prefer a full answer versus a... Well, I'll just do it like this. No, like, I'm going to tell you, like, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, because even if I give you the sauce, you still can't, it ain't going to taste like mine. No, you know? yeah. no, no, And no, then no. as a creator, I keep evolving. So, like, I think, like, that was a, another thing that was a big fear of mine coming into the game was people stealing my sound, people stealing my music. Mm. And I had to tell myself, it's okay. Yeah. Because then that means I'm doing something right. Yeah. Um, it's not okay. Don't do that because I'm going to sue you. But still, like, that means I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. And this also means, like, I'm good at what I do. <laughs> yeah. somebody wanting to steal it. But I can, I wrote it in an hour or two. I can do it again. Like, you can steal that, but you can't steal my brain. No, no. You know what I'm saying? If no. I, you know, if I did it once, I can do it three times. And a lot better. Yeah. And a lot better. So, you know, that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's really <laughs> my process on it, yeah. And... When you're talking about the tones, that's absolutely correct. And I'm going to use acting as an example, okay? I'm going to mention one of my favorite actors because of his uh, his uh, his vernacular, Mr. Denzel Washington. <laughs> you know, um, like well, his vernacular. Perry. Yes, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a unique sound. Like, mm-hmm. he's goofy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have to have show personality. Yes. Character in your yes. and. You know, have fun, even with your ab libs. Yes. Like, you know, little laughs or, like I said, I do my whoops. And my whoops come in after, typically after I, I said something smart or sassy. And I feel like, whoop, like, you know, like. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. So it it, it, it it creates a signature sound for you. But it's like, it's also exciting. Like, you yes. know, it, yeah, it's exciting, it's fun. Yes. Yeah. And it's not to discourage the writing process at all or anything else that goes involved in the production. But, you know, like, for example, I could listen to Denzel Washington read the McDonald's menu and I would melt in my chair. 
can I have a McDouble? Do you want a McDouble or you want to go home? I'm like, oh my God, can I have both? And Jesus, go you know, and go home. Can we go home and eat a McDouble? Like, you know, yeah, but like home. when I hear artists like y'all that got that vernacular, that, that just that presence, I'm like, yeah. you could be rapping about doing laundry and I'd still jam to it like it's a club banger because yeah. y'all just got that personality. You, there's this song that was so goofy growing up, but it was just so good. And and it was, it was clever. Like, you ever heard that song, like, um, the Step Daddy? Mm-hmm. Step Daddy, like, I'm going to call your mama. Call my mama, I'm going to tell your mama. It wasn't about nothing, but it was just like, yeah. we loved it. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of stuff like that. You know, yes. just having something that people remember and something that feels good. Yes. Yeah. And there's a difference between an earworm and a really talented artist, okay? Because an earworm is just something that can get stuck in your head with a repetitive nature. Yeah. But it takes a... You can hear the difference between an earworm and a real talented artist that hits some lyrics. Like Kendrick Lamar, he said, if a flower bloomed in a dark room, would you still trust it? I was like... Like, because how did that happen? Yeah. Like, makes you think. Like, did you really bloom in here or somebody placed you in here overnight? Or is this dark, this room dark? 24 hours. Is it, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, whoa, whoa. So, you know, you ask the questions, you don't trust it. You you know, you're skeptical. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, my God. And the, the way that y'all be dropping them lines and they're like that, I was like, just like, I'm like... Wait, what did they say? Hold up. That's a great writer. Yeah. A great writer will have you going back and like, what did you say? A great writer will have you catching stuff on the second and third and fourth time of your listen. You're not supposed to catch it all on the first listen. Oh, yeah. Listen, I want you to go back and listen to it. First of all, because that's it helped me get my strings up. Mm-hmm. But you know, that just, you know, you want your song to have replay value. Like, oh, I didn't even catch that. I want to go back and catch that. Then they share it with their friends. You hear it? Did you catch this part? Mm-hmm. And you know, like that's that's a great songwriter. Yes. A great songwriter. Yes, man. So what lessons have you learned since when you first started, you know, even even though you've only been officially in it for a year. How have your how lessons have you learned about yourself as a musician from first starting writing your first song to now? Um, I'm a chameleon. Um, when I first started off, I thought like I had like, I had like a freestyle cadence, a freestyle kind of flow. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, and I would stay away from like trap beats because like I can't rap on that. Mm-hmm. That's not my style. I was trying to stick to like New York, mm-hmm. East Coast kind of beats that I had the boom cat and the boom pop where I can just feel comfortable. But like, I learned that I'm a comedian. I can grow, like I can adapt. Like mm-hmm. just like I sitting down with my my fours, my writing process, that helps challenge me to like challenge me to like grow my sound so much. Um in a short amount of time too. Um I'm resilient. You show me I'm resilient because, you know, you have to be able to be strong to be an artist because even people talk about crap about Beyonce or mm-hmm. Rihanna or, you know. Jay Z, like the, even the greatest, gets talk, talked about, and I'm not any any of them. You know, I'm not there yet, but you have to be able to. You have to have tough skin and be resilient because comments can, you know, break you down. Um, and it's, I learned that people are very hateful. People are very hateful. Um, but you, if you're not, I learned also that if you're not passionate about this, then you won't last long. That's very true, man. I mean, people are ugly just because their shower is cold or their shoes are too tight or for no reason at yeah. all, man. You know, but we are artists, you know. 
engineer, musician, you know, we do this because we want to, okay? And me and rejection, we've been in a common law marriage <laughs> since I was about 18. Not you know 18. what I'm saying? You know, it, it ain't no thing but a chicken wing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I couldn't imagine doing anything else, like you said. Yeah. Like, you, it's why you wake up. Yeah. You love it. And then, you know, you get to have fun and you get to see the end product. It's like projects in school as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. you get to see the end product. Like, oh, my God, I can't, I, I can't believe... I created this. And I sometimes I look back in my, my catalog and I'm like, I can't believe I created this. Mm-hmm. You know? And I can't believe that I created this and I'm still growing. Mm-hmm. I'm not stagnant. And I just, I'm just, I'm happy about that. Like, I'm happy that, like, I still have that drive. I'm still, like, hungry. Like, I'm still very hungry for it. Like, no matter, like, how much, you know, people are like, oh, you're, you know, you're still doing good. You're, oh, your old mixtape is doing, you know, numbers. Like, okay, but, like, I'm still hungry. Like, right. And nothing's going to get in the way of that. Nope. Now, considering the fact that, you know, social media is now such an important part of our industry now, whether you're in music, art, you know, construction, welding, medicine. Oh, my God. You I know. hate it. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I'm 30. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, my social media days are, like, kind of behind me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I started off with MySpace and Facebook in 2007. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that was my social media presence. And then, where, you know, when Instagram first came on the scene where it was only for iPhone users and stuff like that, you know, I think, hell, when the algorithm was correct on social media, like, it was fun. Mm-hmm. But now I think it's not, it's not. And you have to do so many, like, there's so many, like, rules you have to follow and cheat codes you have to have just for your stuff to be seen. It, it It's not fun at all. Like, and I think that, that has been one of the most discouraging things mm-hmm. um, in this, you know, in creating music. Like, making music is easy. Yeah. Um, and you can have one of the hardest songs, but, like, just getting it heard and through yeah. social media, you know. And I, I, I don't like that, but thank God I, I am a chameleon. I yeah. do know how to adapt. So I have been adapting. And this content creator has been kind of fun. It's yeah. time-consuming. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why I'm, like, I'm not a big fan of it because, again, I work a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And then I'm incorporating, um, you know, my music. Then I was, you know, trying to, like, you know, nurture my relationship, you know, have that balance and stuff, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got to, con- you know, create content <laughs> and eat and try to go to the gym. It's and a lot. spend time with family yeah, and friends. it's oh. a lot. It's, it's really a lot. Um, so... I think it's, you know, having a team behind you is important. Um, and I that's something I feel like the only thing I'm missing. Mm-hmm. Like, just having that team for, like, the social media marketing because I don't think it's something I ever in, get to enjoy. No. Yeah. That's my next question. It's like, what do you, like, you know, we don't all, you know, not even in, in different fields have a full team or even we have a team that we can't rely on, sadly. Yeah. You know, so... Do you find yourself taking breaks from social media at times or having like a making sure you put content up when it's you feel I, it's most I've been trying to be consistent because my engagement has been growing. And mm-hmm. I do notice like if I take like a week or two off from posting or keeping my my own stories going, then it does drop. Uh-huh. So um yeah. Yeah. Ain't that the truth, man? I don't post nothing for two days and y'all like bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> hey man. I'm glad I didn't ask for a welfare check. Otherwise, I'd be dead. Yeah, seriously. No, no. Jeez. It's, it's, it's tiring, though. Mm, 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 mm. 
Look, y'all got to give us a break, man. Okay, we don't we, we go to bed early. <laughs> we go to we get up early. Okay, all right. You know? No, we go to bed late. <laughs> oh, oh, you go to bed. Go to bed late because you know. Oh, your work. I'm working. Something like a lot of my inspiration comes at night. Sometimes, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and then like I'll sit on the balcony and you know catch a view. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm blessed again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> catch a view and then you know that's just inspiring. You're like, oh, I'm gonna write. And then you got the beats in your you know in yeah. your ears. So you just you know just kind of writing, getting it out. So do you, uh, like, I like actually mixing at night, too, sometimes. Like, if, like, I have to, you know, schedule myself. But, you know, if I catch myself sometimes, you know, it's like midnight, I can't go to sleep. I'll go in my own studio and I'll start doing stuff. Do you feel like it helps you creatively work better? Because it feels like everything else is kind of like at a sleep, at a pause, that you can catch your breath? Um, yes. Like, I, I feel like my mind is restless until I get the ideas out. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to sleep until... I feel like I'm a, I'm big on responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm not being responsible with my art artistry mm-hmm. if I'm going to sleep on these ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they say you sleep when you're rich. Yeah. And I feel indifferent about that statement. I get it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, especially as a, 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 a creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if I have some ideas at night, I don't care if it's 12... I'm gonna be up because my mind's still going. And I'm still thinking, and I'm up anyway. You know, I'm gonna have to put on like you know a lion documentary to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, no lie, no lie. I love my lion documentaries. Oh my god, I'll be I'll be staying up on Facebook, and I'm like, yeah, I can't go to sleep, and I'm like watching things. I'm like, what is twenty thousand feet below the sea water? Oh, what kind god. of creatures are there? Oh my god! Yeah. And then I regret looking at it because now I got nightmares. No, yeah, seriously. <laughs> But yeah, I, I definitely feel like you know getting those ideas out, yeah, like pushing that creativity out at nighttime. Um, it, it definitely helps me because I, I really probably won't remember in the morning, or the lyrics will be there. Mm-hmm. If I didn't record the melody or the you know the the, the tune of it, mm-hmm. whatever, then I'm gonna forget. Like how did, how is this supposed to go on the beat again? Mm-hmm. So you like you just do yourself a favor and you know take the time to just get it out. For sure, man. You know? For sure, man. So how about live performances? Is there any plan for any kind of live shows coming up this yes. year, perhaps? So, yeah, I, I haven't had any live performances yet. Okay. So um, I'm now that I'm, you know, I'm getting a little buzz or whatever, I think I have a little bit more confidence to get mm-hmm. out there. Like, I always say, like, I ain't going to perform nobody. They ain't, they ain't come to see me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just felt like that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like... Because I, you, let's be honest, no, no matter how talented somebody is, if you don't know who they are, they're like, who the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we be and, like and, that. And it's like that. And I, I mean, I told myself this year that I'm going to start performing because I have to rip that bandaid off. Yeah. And it's like overcoming rejection. Yeah. You know, and you're not going to get over it until you actually do it. And I go to therapy, so like I, I, I've been working on challenging myself with just fears of, like, anything, like, you know, challenging any kind of fear or any kind of um, self-doubt that I have. Mm-hmm. Because I self-doubted myself with this artistry mm-hmm. for so long, and now time is not on my side. So it's like, yeah, let's do it. So somebody reached out to me yesterday about performance. I'm like, yeah, sign me up. And I actually, you know, have this guy that's been, like, reaching out, you know, to have me perform and like he want me to sign us, you know, under his management. But I'm like, you know, I just been procrastinating with him because I I didn't want to perform. Right. But now I'm like, shit, it's a hot boy summer now. Yeah. I'm about to start performing and I'm about to start because honestly and true, that's the biggest, that's the the best way to build your fan base. Mm-hmm. 
Like I and I, I need it. Like I was running from it, but now nah, I'm gonna face it. This year, and I will have my my dates and stuff posted soon. Like you know, I'm gonna be performing around Houston, Atlanta, wherever, whoever booking me. <laughs> okay, for sure. So y'all be ready. Be ready. All right. There's another heat wave coming in. His you name know, is JB Santiago. Honestly, and you know the fact that I I still can dance. Like I still like yeah. you know like growing up, I was a really good great dancer. So I, I'm ready to incorporate like that like the full creativeness like as far as like stage performance and dancing and formations like I'm an artist yes <laughs> yes I'm an artist like and I'm ready to show people that I'm an artist like not only can I rap I can do all of this so now that I believe in myself it's time I love that man I love that man and I will be honored to be able to see one of your first shows, man, Listen, coming you in. DJ, free tickets on me. Okay, okay, <laughs> yes. I'm there with bells on. Actually, I'm going to be the one with the camera. I'm talking about, that's my baby. It is. Look at you, it that's is. my dog. It is. I'm your baby. <laughs> I'm I'm the AV mom, okay? I don't have kids of my own, but I'm going to have one of the baby books, and I'm like, this is when J.B. Santiago yeah. was performing at Warehouse Live, <laughs> and this is when he was performing at the Woodlands. I'm going to be that one. Yes, Okay? <laughs> yep. Remember this. No lie. Like, no lie. Remember this. We're going to be able to look back in this in about two years. I'm about two years. Yes. And laugh. I'm like, remember this? Now look at us. Yes, okay. Y'all are my podcast children, if you will, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to catalog all the greatness from here on to the end, because what else am I going to do? Yeah. Well, there's a lot that you can do, but we appreciate you doing this for us. (laughs) And I appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, for sure. So what would be your last bit of advice for somebody who is like yourself, coming onto the scene, still kind of... Well, you're not fresh, but I mean, you've been doing it, you know what I'm saying? But coming onto the scene fresh, trying to figure out, what would you be your advice be to them? Um, It's a lot, right? So make sure that you're planning. Planning is effective, um, especially if you want to get like on playlisting and things Mm -hmm. like that. Make sure you're planning and you make sure that you're actually pitching to playlists because they listen Mm -hmm. and give yourself like time, time in between your releases. I do find that Spotify is also nicer to artists who release projects opposed to singles. Mm-hmm. You get put, you get picked up on like the algorithm and the radio mm-hmm. um, playlist. That helped me a lot. Um, also, have budget. Like, have a budget. Like, it costs to be the boss in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, even with your singles, have you know at least about two or three thousand dollars to go behind it. That's just for marketing, like trying to get it out, you know, playlisted and trying to get radio campaigns and everything like yeah. that, you know, you know, because again, exposure is going to be your best friend. You can be the best person out of your city, best person in the world, but nobody will know if they don't know who you are, they never heard of you. So you have to be able to invest in yourself and just really invest in yourself. Um, high cost, high reward. Invest in yourself. Okay. Yep. Investing yourself, stay true to yourself. You know, I mean, you think it's like a uh, common sense, but it's not. But uh, but write it down, tattoo it right here. I don't care what you got to do. Invest, invest in, in yourself. yourself. Invest in yourself. Music videos, like all the the whole nine. Invest in yourself. Yeah, and believe in yourself. Don't get discouraged when people close to you don't believe in you. Show them. Put that into the music. 
Well, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you so much for having me. I, I had so much fun. Me so too, fun. man. I mean, and I'm going to go back and take notes too on this, y'all. Y'all best believe, Whoa, okay? first impressive interview. Can you believe that? <laughs> making history, y'all. Yeah. Making history, y'all. Right here with Missy. Right here, locked in. Thank Do, you so much. Thank you, man. Do you have any last little bit of advice for the listeners? Um, Keep your head on the swivel. It's hot in Texas, so don't come out to after 7, 8 p.m. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, like, anybody, you know, following your, like, anybody that's, you know, following their dreams, really do it. Like, do it. Like, you can't fail if you don't try. And to two people who don't know what their dreams and their passions are, just try it with things. Start with things that you like and see if you can grow in it and see if you can, you know, form something really great out of that. Like, just it starts with trying and planning. It, it ain't magic, y'all. We ain't telling you it's magic, but it is possible. Yeah. So try and invest yourself, man. And don't worry about rejection. Me and rejection, we've been together for a long time. So she ain't she ain't breaking up with me to go to you. Don't worry. <laughs> me and rejection, we like this. Okay, we committed. We we got, you know, so don't worry. Rejection ain't gonna follow you. Just as try. It's cliche as it sounds. It's real. Okay. Thank you, man. <laughs> and thank you all for joining us today. All right. Take care. JB Santiago. Talk to y'all next week. Peace.